Hello, my dear listeners, and welcome back to Are You Afraid? Today's story is about a Wendigo or a Bigfoot by unnamed user. Camped in the vicinity of a Wendigo or Bigfoot. Now let's go to the story. About seven years ago, I was backpacking trip with three friends, one a ranger, the rest of us are by nerds. All four of us saw something we cannot explain. Day one went off without a hitch. It was a long, long elevation gate, but nonetheless, we set up camp and heated beans and rice under what all the clear summer skies I could remember. Day two was different. All four of us woke up shortly before dust to shrill scream. Not super uncommon. The sound of something getting killed and pretty universal. None of us could quite make it out. If I remember correctly, we assumed it was a coyote. It was similar to a yelp and a wail. Anyways, it was pretty close, which is probably why it woke us all up. So we all started scooping out our small radius around the campsite. We found what looked like somebody had a bomb and some kind of animal. No evidence, no actual explosion. I was just pretty sure to give you the same picture I have in my head. A totally indiscreetable heap of flesh and fur, probably about the size of a German Shepherd. Same coloration, too. We discussed how odd it was for a bit, then decided, more or less, what are you going to do? And moved on. Best explanation was something torn into it and bailed. Maybe the sound of us waking up. Day three. Did you see that? We're winding down from a fairly short day of hiking, tired from the past two days. I remember joking about old farts now and not being able to hustle like we could a few years prior. The sun was just making its way down the tree line, and we bushed the husky and started boiling a pot of water for more beans and rice. I'll never forget this moment as long as I live. One of the crews was hunching into the story about his ex, and it was something like this. Yeah, so she was like the worst possible kind of. Then he gets cut off by a loud pop. Which all the infamous recognized described as a tree leg snapping before it falls. We all started scanning the tree line. A few minutes go by without a sound. Nothing. Then we started hearing forest making noises again. Mostly birds doing their thing. We all settled back in. Presuming the tree wounded up lining against the tree instead of hitting the forest floor. It was pretty close, but there wasn't too many trees we could do a concern about. Then, another wail, like the one we heard the first night, except more distant. Though, I'll never sense it. One of the crew says sounded like it came from a cave, like it echoed. So we go looking for a cave in the general direction. We searched for about 45 minutes before one of us suggested we just head back and we're going to sunlight soon. More apparently, it's starting to get dark and a little more safety to our tents. We never found anything like that cave or reprieve or any kind of body. Heading back towards the clearing, our campsite from the woods catches an eye friend. Did you see that? He pointed towards the clearing about 9 o'clock. We're all looking at the direction, scanning the tree line. What? Where? Dude, I'm telling you, there's a person right there just beyond the camp. He was physically shaken by it and obviously pretty fooling around or 
could be mistaken. We're nowhere near the road or town. Nearest the trails is miles away. A handful of times I've seen other backpackers in a similar way. People checking their sight or putting away in the direction of a fire. So the rest of us had pretty open. Let's check it out. But the friend who saw the figure suggests we all take a knee and wait and we hide the tree line cover. So there we are, kneeling in the bush, staring at our campsite. From the other side of the clearing, we anonymously see a figure start to move against the brush from nine to eight to seven. Well, obviously affected six o'clock because increasingly unsettling. I remember nothing, riding our Ranger buddy ready for his rifle and another friend putting a hand to his knife. We're all feeling uneasy now. I say we saw a figure, but really we could hear and occasionally see the bush moving in the area. The ranger buddy declared, declared a clear shouting, hey bear, we need to scare it off, he said. This is a less standard procedure in case you're wondering. Nothing happens, nothing at all. We're standing in the middle of the clearing somewhere, nearly in total darkness. About our six o'clock position, our camp was just waiting for something to happen. We're about 20 minutes away from total darkness. There's another whale, four o'clock, but our focus is at seven. I whirl around, realizing one of us looking the way. His face is totally pale. Then I see it too. We all do. There's a silhouette of a tall man leaning over this, facing us from us. He clearly rests one knee before turning to look our way. Ranger buddy has a rifle in the air and yells, Hey! Who the heck is over? He was about to lay him for hunting. When the figure comes to full stand, it's hard to say, but probably about six feet tall, and took off from us. And I don't mean the man like scrambling run away or a bear bonding under the bush, but more like Usain Bolt if he was born and raised in the mountains. Never in my life have I ever seen something like that. My first reaction was ghost. After a pretty long wait, we swing back to the camp and grab a few flashlights and our lamps. We make our way to the figure was leaning. Another mound of flesh. Without getting too detailed, the time was unmistakable. Fox paws, an intermix. Maybe it was like exploded open. The meat on the spot. Harvest, not harvest like a hunter. You probably wouldn't be as surprised if we hear the sleep much that night. We make jokes about encountering Sasquatch out there. I've never been a spiritual man, I'm still not, but it's very difficult to break off the silhouette, not to mention, I'll never personally ever see some quite kill like that. The closest thing I've ever seen to a deer carcass is a post bear, a time of year that would not make it very hungry, aggressive, closer to hibernation, which wouldn't have been over our summer hike. What gets me is the same shrill of the three whales. The distance from our day two and our day, the site was close to 10 miles, meaning we were the same general game trail or it was following us. Thank you, my dear listeners, for listening to this story. Hope you guys can sleep. Make sure to tune in for the next episode. Make sure to check under your bed.